1: part three of the stomp cast when i'm with reese stevenson we're wandering around a beautiful park here in salford i hope you've enjoyed your stomp if you've continued all the way through part one and two but if you're back joining us today then get those boots on get stomping and enjoy your walk reese let's talk a little bit about strictly come dancing oh how did that happen and like did you get a knock on the door was it a phone call email letter like how did you go from being, doing human sciences that like you said? Me, yeah,
0: human and medical science.
1: <laughs> human and medical <laughs> yeah. sciences uh, to literally nearly winning the thing. And I'm saying semi-finally is, is nearly winning, I would say. Uh, oh,
0: thanks, man. I, I appreci- say that's close. That's the uh, closest most people ever get to winning it. So there you go. I, I appreciate that. You know, I always say that the finals always got four people. And because, um, you know, Paul Robert Webb had to drop out, there was four in the semi final So I'm like, I kind of did make the yeah, final, you, in a way. You but. But no, yeah, um, that old sparkly elephant in the room uh, strictly <laughs> happened because so I was part of CBC for a number of years by that point, and then I joined the new management, and someone whose pilot management is Joe Sugg, and uh, so Joe Sugg had done strictly a few years prior to that and got to the final, did very well and I did a thing for the BBC called Supermovers, which are these kind of educational music videos that help to teach kids like math, English. Because that's the core of what you do in TV. C- C- yeah, yeah. so, so much
1: of what you do in TV, you really are educating, aren't you? Through yeah, fun, course. through
0: play, through everything. It's all about like,
1: whatever. to educate, and to entertain. Yes.
0: yeah. So I did a few of those. And I did this really cool one video where I was like doing all these like little breakdancing moves, which my, my friends were teachers who showed it to their kids. I went, what did they think? And they went, they loved it they just think it was too hard for them to, cause the whole point is for them to copy. Yeah. And I'm there like doing mad moves. They're yeah. like, we can't just do this for five. Wind it back. Yeah, yeah, five yeah, rolls yeah. you're yes. like give trying a to do this sound. stuff. Yeah. So um, I did that and I posted it on, on Instagram and Joe saw it and went, I need to get you on Strictly, mate. And I went, shut up, man. It's not happening. Because I was a huge fan of the show at that point. And then I remember he told me a few weeks after, he went, I've told Strictly about you, so they know you exist. And I was like, dude stop i don't want to hear uh, about it because it's just gonna get me excited it's not happening don't be cruel you're teasing now yeah exactly and then basically i was filming for bite size bbc bite size when we did that during the lockdown mm-hmm. which was a great thing of doing all these education uh, mm-hmm. episodes and it was a slog i only had like half i only had like 45 minutes for lunch it was a really long day and management messaged me and went "Strict want to talk to you today can you give them like 15 minutes and i was like what time they went free i went I'm filming then. And so I I called the director and went, I've got a possible call with Strictly. Can I please have 15 minutes? And he went, okay. And he kept it to himself and just went, yeah. And he just went, all right, guys, we're going to take a 15 minute break so we can have a call. And everyone went, what, what? What "What a diva, who's he going off the call? I was like, bye guys. (laughs) I'm calling my mum. They're like, oh, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. cool, cool, cool. Um, I ran into my dressing room. I had a 15-minute chat, and I kid you not, Alex, that's all I had. I had a 15-minute chat with the producers, and I think I was just so enthusiastic about it. They, they'll ask me questions like, what did you do for Movie I we was like, I'll do this, 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 this. I was like, I wanted to do Make a Man Out of You from Mulan, where I could be Shang and do all this kind of crazy stuff. And they, I hit them with ideas upon ideas upon ideas. A flurry of ideas. A flurry of ideas, and they went, "Wow!" oh my gosh, wow. And I think that just overwhelmed them, and they went, we've got him. get him on. We've so him 15 on. minutes was all it took. And suddenly I was part of Strictly, and they and I remember they gave me the call and I was leaving. Yeah, hey, how did you find it? Did you find out? Did
1: you get an email or call?
0: How did you know that? I got this is... a call, so I was walking. I, I finished CBBC and I was leaving to go to my car, and my management called me and went, Are you alone? And I went, Yeah. And they went, You've got it. And I screamed, yes. I screamed, I screamed. That's and, um, so good. and then, yeah, I was like, That, feeling, that, are gonna that change. feeling must have been amazing. It was incredible. And you know why? Because I think it was so cool to know that. All it took was 15 minutes for them to decide that they yeah. wanted me. Because usually you have like multiple auditions and stuff. And usually I, only, I don't even think you could do that if you are already a big star and yeah. they already wanted you. They didn't even know who I was. And I was able to kind of give them enough of me. But in I think that if time, you have the authentic passion for something, that changed. And it goes back to
1: what we said earlier on if you really want something you care about something you really genuinely enjoy that will come through and it'll be so obvious to people and it's easy it's almost it makes what might otherwise be difficult like persuading people why you should do the show very very easy because it's authentic Mm. you're not trying to pretend to
0: do anything are you absolutely i think the main thing was they knew i wasn't doing it to increase my profile and then i knew it would do that if i did well which is a bonus but for me i was like i just care about doing the show Mm. and that's what i really want to do and i think that's why they had me because they're very the Strictly is very, very different from our reality TV shows where they want that. Yeah. But above all else, they want you to do it because you want to do it, not because you feel you have to for your yeah. career. Sure, sure, sure. And that's what I respect a lot about oh, the so show. What, so, what was, so
1: how did it start? Like, what was the first day like? And yeah, talk me through, like, for people maybe who watch the show on the screen but yeah. don't really realise maybe the behind how long... Because
0: it's a long process. It's a very it? long process. So once I found out, there was, like, two months of just knowing it and not being able to tell anyone, which was horrible and then i um i finally started telling my family and everything and everyone's very excited that they're going wild they man. went wild because then i i did a news round special where we revealed it was me and then so awesome. suddenly it was like all crazy things happened like followers increased i had a blue tick next to my name on instagram and i was like well, i've been on Yo, tv for like four years on? and no one really cared and then suddenly <laughs> it strictly happened a blue tick and i was like this is cool and then the first day was traveling down to L Street and doing like pictures and photo shoots and everything and the whole like my name's Reese so I'm from this and that we you, you know let them know who you are yeah yeah so we did all that kind of stuff which is really L Street Studio yeah yes. yes 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 and then there was a bit of them revealing who my partner was going to be and they did that in CBBC so how did you I, know did you know I didn't know, you it didn't know who oh, was going to be I had wow. no idea you kind of they asked you like who would you be happy to get so you give like a number of different suggestions but you never know you know they might just rip that up and throw it away yeah. And um, yeah, so then she came. Nancy was there, and um, we did a kind oh, of wow. video where Hack was going through like all of the dances. And then during that, Nancy came up behind me and tapped me on the shoulder and like scared the hell out of me. <laughs> she scared me so much. And then um, already on air January. Yeah, tense, I was already. So I was like, just like who's it
1: going to be? Shoulders like- ah.
0: It was like an arranged marriage. It really was. I was just like, for the next like, couple of months, this person's going to be my life. And and then after that, it was. Um, um, they moved me down to an apartment in Wembley. Because again, it was still COVID time, so they had to be careful with things. Because before, they never did it, they never used to give you an apartment. You just travel down yourself. But then, obviously, during the COVID years, they, they put them all in an it. apartment. Yeah, yeah, sure. And they realized, oh, this actually works. works. Yeah. So they always give you an option now. And I was like, thank ah, God. Okay. So I lived down there for a while. And um, so, with the, with the training and stuff, you can of decide what you do. Yeah. So we, we settled on like, at the beginning we did like nine to ten. I was like, yeah. this is not working. So we went like nine to like seven or eight, which was much better. And then for the first six weeks, I would got to CBBC for a Wednesday yeah. and present, do CBBC and then come back and continue training. Oh, wow. But Karim, who did it two years before me, whilst he was on CBBC as well, said to me, do CBBC for the first six weeks yeah. and if you make it past that, yeah. Stop, stop, and, and just do the show it, because yeah. he was like, "There's in, too much of It's way too much, and you I don't burn out, you don't
1: enjoy. it. You want to? It's such the thing is you're only going to do this once, yeah. right? You don't go back on it,
0: so you just want to enjoy it, don't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. most of it. That's exactly it. It's the only chance I want to get, and you know, unless I get into, you know, the tour, and that's not guaranteed. So like, you've got to, you've got to take it for what it is. And so, Crim said that, and it was the best advice he'd given me because it, it it did work. So I did that, and then once I got to week six. I stopped going back up to Manchester, stayed in Wembley the whole time. Because what people don't realise is, is you get about, you have like four days of training, and then Friday you're doing rehearsals, so it's not really training. By that point, you, yeah. should, you need to have it kind of So down for, per week, you mean, per show, per week, four so you, days of training. Yeah, you'll do so Monday, what, Monday to, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, those are, those are your times to really get as long as you can. Friday, you're practising it in the ballroom, three times. yeah, And then Saturday, you do it twice in the morning again. yeah. And then you have a dress rehearsal that saturday and then it's the show so it's
1: such a it's such a commitment, isn't huge. it
0: so by the time you've done the actual live you've danced that six times already wow which like if you is if that you, good or bad do you think it's because it's i worry what? about over practicing sometimes i agree i don't know it's equally bad and good because if you do it and it's terrible every time you've done it that's horrible that's horrible but then you might just pull it together yeah on, on the, the night. night yeah okay however there have been times where you've done it fantastic, perfectly, yeah. fantastic, every time, and, and that one time on live, you screw up. Oh. So it's there's no there's no right or wrong to it, Alex. There isn't. The worst one I had was it was a semi final, and it was a tango, and this was after we'd just done the Argentine tango, yeah. which went nuts. Like everyone loved it, and so everyone was thinking, oh, he's gonna do great on this one. And I thought. No, 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 this is very different. I couldn't even walk it. The tango walk is such a weird thing. You have to be like, you're not doing it. I'm "I'm walking. She went, You're not walking the way it should be. I was like, what do you mean? And it's so subtle. And I remember we did every time we did it on the rehearsals, it was, it just wasn't working. And on a Saturday morning, I did it and it completely messed up, like completely messed up. And I was literally about to cry on on the ballroom. I was was getting there and I was like, I don't care anymore. And Nancy like grabbed my face and looked at me and went, we're not doing this now. You're we're not do doing it. it. And it yeah. was what I needed, because I think she was yeah, like, don't, don't do back. that to yourself now, because you're just going to send yourself to a downwards spiral. Yeah, Be and strong. you can do it tonight, yeah, you'll do it. Yeah, yeah, you'll do it. And so it was so useful. And she like, she, she, she. And did it go okay down. that night? And it did go okay well, that least. night. It was good. We got four nines. I was actually wow. very happy considering Wow! Literally hours before, I was tripping all over. So, so
1: talk me through then, like, because really in this part, I want to talk to you about like your your broader we talk about stomping and nature and he's mm. you not know, about religion, but like like your kind of day to day toolkit for life. And I, I think mm. there's no better example, you know, of dealing with nerves as when you're about to go on. Like, where are you? Oh like, talk me through the kind of twenty minutes running, half an hour running up to going on, and how you manage your nerves and anxiety. Because say be find. Okay, fine. Many of our listeners are not going on Strictly next week, but they are potentially doing things in nervous a new interview, a new job, or even going out the front door for some people.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a day, so on the day of the show, I'd wake up. I always, I always kind of, I always pray when I wake up. I just kind of give give thanks for like the day, but like thank you that I'm healthy, that this is going on, thank them on Strictly because this is still insane. Um, And then I'd go in, and I just tried to someone on the VT team. Mm -hmm. His name was uh, John, really lovely man. And I. so it was after the first week of when we were in the bottom two and it really hit me because it wasn't even like we, we made a mistake. It was just that we were in the middle and people yeah. just didn't think of us. And so I just thought, oh, no one cares. So what's the point now? Like, I, I, don't, I just don't think people really like us. So that's what I started to tell myself that I wasn't good enough. And I was really down and he, he downloaded and bought like a subscription of the mindfulness app for me. Yeah. And I started listening to it and started doing like meditations as well. So I'd, I'd also pray and I'd also meditate and do that stuff. And it was just centering myself because otherwise I was just practicing it constantly. Yeah. And that doesn't work, yeah. especially when you're in a room that's not big enough for you to do a tango walk anyway. So it's pointless. Pointless. Yeah. So I sometimes I'd watch it a little bit, try and see it in my, the dance of my head and then I put it away. And then I just started to kind of like breathe and take deep breaths, take naps. Take a little nap for myself pray into it and i listen to a song that could calm me down i think music was the biggest thing for me it was yeah. just listening to something and it's just immediately so what
1: is so, so before everything goes on because you see everyone after they're waiting and watching everyone all that kind of thing so before you go on i guess you're in the locker room right yeah, yeah. so let's get us into the zone right you're sat mm. in this locker
0: room you're waiting well no ne- so we were so because of the way COVID was we were, we were part of the audience so we'd be we'd be sitting there in the oh, studio yeah, yeah so we'd watch yeah, you yeah, by, yeah, by a table yeah, 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 yeah and what happens is i think two dancers before it's you they pull you away they take you out and they take you into this tent that's oh, next so you're door watching the whole thing yes, cause cause that's not normally how it is is it you don't usually sit in the crowd do you no you don't no, no, normal you the normal way before covid you? is you were all like at the top in claudia's corner you're all like scattered around there yeah which yeah. i think would have been nicer because you'd, you'd all been like joking and yeah. like being fun loving but because we're sitting at tables it felt a bit too much like an actual ballroom competition so it almost started to feel a bit like us versus them rather than a party yeah, where yeah because you've all
1: got your little table so you're sat there waiting to go yeah well they literally get a little tap on the
0: shoulder or well, you're not even tapping the shoulder with no, like it's a little wave like yeah, come the, on the floor manager will come and be like "It's that time and you're like oh god and I like and, and get, like, like, I hated it I couldn't the butterflies were so powerful I became Quasimodo I couldn't stand <laughs> up straight so I'd be like and I'd hold my stomach and I'd walk with her, like we'd hold oh. hands, like, ah, oh, I need it. Like, ah. she, she'd grab my hand and we'd walk we'd walk across the floor, we'd go into the, the, the tent and we'd practice it. And it was always, and Nancy was always frustrated with me because I couldn't give 100% in the practice because I'm too, yeah. I'm thinking too much, so I'm like. See, I'm the same, I couldn't,
1: I actually would want to be left alone.
0: I, that. exactly.
1: I don't want to do anything. Just put me on there now and just do it. You get the point, you always get the point where you're like, I don't care now, I just trying to do it, I don't want to care, I don't
0: care, I don't care, I do want to do it. You have literally just, Taking all the words out of my mouth i didn't want to do it anymore in yeah. my head i was like i would have rather Take not done it spain anywhere yeah i'd rather i'd rather we did nothing <laughs> but like just chatted try and get our minds off it and then go do the dance because the issue was we do a practice i might trip up and i'm like Crap, i'm gonna do that now on yeah. the live so it was it was so stressful we go in there we'd, we'd be practicing and, I, and like i said i couldn't give her anything i'd just be marking the steps in my head yeah. and she'd be like do it now. I'm like, Nancy, I can't. I honestly can't. I just don't have it yeah, in me yet. Yeah, yeah. But then once... And then they're like, it's time for you to do the dance. And so we walk out. I, I do how, however many, like, silent prayers under my breath before we go out. And then we step out onto the, onto the dance floor. And then the music starts and you hear the first cheer from the crowd. And By that point, I was fine. Did, I'd did, did the
1: nerves drop off once that... So once you kind of walked out, you've seen I everyone, mean, the lights have dazzled you a bit. Did that and did that and did the kind of nervousness drop or? It doesn't drop until I start doing the routine. So I Are you physically? I'm sorry to ask because I'm really interested. I think my knees would be shaking. Were you shaking visibly or not? Yeah.
0: I I, I don't think I was shaking visibly. But to yourself, you could feel yourself trying to control it. it. There was one moment during a dance where I was, where we went and I'm waiting for it to start. And I'm, my face must've looked like I was in so much turmoil because Moxie screamed at me before it started. She went, come on Ray. I went, oh. And it just it yeah, just yeah, yeah, it like yeah. it was like a slap to the face yeah. so for me it's like because and i get i get ptsd now when i hear the dancing does something reese stevenson and nancy oh. i can't hear alan dedico's voice anymore it scares oh. me so he'd do that and then the music would start and it was almost like i'd just push just push and do it and then i'd push and do it and then i'd carry on and i heard something i heard something yesterday that resonated with me and i almost wish i heard it Whilst I was on Strictly, but then I was, I kind of did it anyway on Strictly, but there was a quote that someone said, and it was, um, if you're, if you're too scared, if you can't get over your fear of doing something, do it scared. I and that, that. that was my experience yeah. and strictly, I did everything scared. I was terrified. Yeah. But what was great was a lot of friends of mine told me that they didn't see that. They're like, you didn't seem nervous on the show. You didn't seem, in any of your performance, like you were scared of what was going on, which is perfect to hear because that's all I felt. Yeah. Um, and it was just, for me, it was just, just keep going, just step forward and go for it. And we never, we nearly, it wasn't even like we made mistakes. The only time I made a mistake was during the jive. And even then, what happens is it happens and you're like, oh, I'm still alive. Cool, let's keep going. Well, no, this is,
1: this is exactly, I'm glad you said that because I, I think we spend so much time thinking that the failure or the getting something wrong is gonna be awful. So you're, you're in front of millions of people mm. and so you make the mistake.
0: Mm. You're still alive, still breathing. Still is breathing things so bad? No, and, 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 the, and the mad thing as well is it doesn't, it doesn't stay with you that long either. So like the jive was the hardest week for me. And we did a mistake in the jive and then we end up in the bottom two, and I was like, "That's gonna happen." I knew it was gonna happen. By that time, I think we'd been in, the- we'd been there already. So I was like, "Okay, if it happens, it happens." I almost kind of wanted it because I wanted to do it right, and we did it again. And like, there was a fire. I just exploded. I was like, "I don't care anymore. Like, I don't care about my lines. I don't care about pointing my toes now. Like, Shirley bass can deal it. with it. I'm just gonna have fun." And you know, they say that it wasn't technically. Like a brilliant jive, but yeah. the energy of it was incredible so that strong. they loved, and that that was what made it strong. And so, and then it, it was like the response I got from the crowd afterwards was incredible. And I was like, this is so worth doing it again. The biggest fear for me was the fear of being in the bottom two. Yeah. And once the bottom two, and then mm. you're like, actually, it's not so bad. Well, I was never more calm than when I was in the bottom two. Yeah. And that's weird, because I think in my head, I'm like, well, this is the lowest it can be now. Yeah, it's not Shit. that bad. It's not that bad. And it's like, I've got nothing else to lose, so let's just go, go through. It. I think if people are in life, it's very hard to be fearless, but we can
1: all fear less. Yeah.
0: And I, I think agree. That's, a, that's
1: a great way to, to try and look at life. Now, you, were, you did an absolutely incredible on, on Strictly. And, and I just, my, my one question is, would you
0: do it again? Would you go through it all again? See, okay, so I want to say now, never take what I say seriously. I, I can contradict myself all the time. I I, the way I am now, I think I would say no. Really? Why is that? Well, there was a I just didn't. I was a part of me that didn't like who I became when I was on Strictly, and not in a. I didn't become a bad person, but I just became so worried. Yeah. Every time, and every and even when we had like a really good week, anxiety. You're talking about anxiety. anxiety, Yeah. yeah. I'd never felt anxiety like it. but then I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to call it anxiety because I I'd think oh, there are people It's doing quite actual normal worry. Well, it's <laughs>
1: fear, worry that's related to it. But then yeah, I guess the question is, was the highs worth that? Worth this, the is, the, well,
0: this is one of the questions. I don't know if I allowed myself to enjoy the highs enough, yeah. because even when we'd have like, we've got like the perfect 40 for a Charleston. Um, there are moments where I look on social media and someone would be like, that Charleston didn't deserve it. And then I'd be like, oh, oh, and, I'd, and, I'd, and yeah. I'd lose and I'd lose that joy again. I was like, that's my fault for like looking. But then I think, right, well, that was great. But now I've got the next week. You're only as good as the last dance that you do. And I think because there, there's a popularity aspect that comes to Strictly as well. Mm. And I think I came from a place where m- my main like, demographic were children and stuff. Yeah. So I didn't have like, many adults who knew me who would vote. And there are moments where I think we, we would, Nancy and I would train so hard because we started to mm. think, Okay, it's probably like we're going to be in the bottom two again, through no fault of our own. Mm-hmm. So we need to try and be technically sound, yeah. so that the judges will save us every time. Yeah. and that was really hard it's kind because of sad, that, isn't it, it it's was a little like, bit because life,
1: life is sadly, and lots of places. Instagram kind of propagates this whole thing. Social media is this kind of popularity contest, and it's quite.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's
1: the only thing I find. I like. I really enjoy what Strictly is. But I think what I would enjoy more, to be honest, if it was just the, the dancing and the judging, I, rather than the, the public vote, because <laughs> and I know people go, oh, now now it's all fun. But actually, the public vote doesn't, they're not, like I don't know, are you, are you good at
0: critiquing dancing? I mean, like, is it, yeah, why I, are you voting? What is your vote I, I'm based very on? Much, I've always been the kind of person, when I watch Strictly, I'm all about who's the best dancer. Right. Um, that's how I've always done it. But I realised on the show that it's really not that case on Strictly. Right. Like not always the best dancer wins. It's more of the person who kind of inspires mm. a feeling in people, which is a really wonderful thing. But I think when you know that you don't, because it got don't to a point- deserve that too, yeah. Yeah, but it was also, no, it was more of a point where like, I, I'd realized when we were further in, so by that point we had, it was like AJ and Kai, in the semi final, AJ and Kai, Rose and Giovanni, and and Johannes. And I was, and I remember thinking every one of them have A really big story that's resonating with people and Nancy and I don't in the case that with AJ and Kai everyone thought that they were in love and because (laughs) their performances were really good Um, you know Rose and Javine. what Rose was doing for the deaf community was astonishing and really inspiring to watch and I think if I was just a viewer she might she would have been my Mm. favorite and then you had John and Johannes which were doing huge things for the LGBT community There there were all these kind of world-breaking things and then Nancy and I our thing was just we were just we just got on and we were dancing and we Well, were I think you're actually doing
1: not doing yourself justice in that because actually what you guys were doing was showing how Hard work and passion was so powerful and how far you got without need look, look at it this way. Look how far you got without the need of a story I'm invert commas or like a reason to be you did it because you love what you did and that is why you're there So in a sense, I think that was your compelling reason to be there.
0: I right I don't think anyone's ever said it like that and I think I really needed to hear that, and I really appreciate that because I think yeah, You're you were there for a did. reason. You're not there by by accident. Yeah, and at the same time, it's not like I want to take away from the other contestants who were all know. good dancers in their own right. But yeah, I but guess in their was...
1: own right, you had your reason to be mm. there, and that was it. Now I'm going to ask you one more question about Strictly before we it. we go on to our final part of the
0: kind of the stomp cast. Mm. Is the Strictly curse real? Oh, um, I did not experience a Strictly curse. On my series, so therefore, I'm saying no. Interesting. But interesting. my reason why is because so I can understand why people. It makes sense because you're in a room or everyone keeps saying you're in a room. Lots all day, of bodily contact. Lots of body, bodily contact and all this stuff. But what they don't realize is, I'm there with Nancy and we're doing like dance again, which had lots of body contact. Then Nancy sweating like would sweat like pigs. Swe- sweating like pigs. But it's also <laughs> Nancy will be telling me off for not getting a step right and immediately me and like, leave frustrated. Me alone. yeah she's like don't you, you're kicking me again or she'll send me out the room because i'm being annoyed <laughs> so i i'll sitting God. and i thought no wait you no, don't out of the room there was a moment where like <laughs> you kept this to the end there was a moment where we did a charleston we did a move wrong and i screamed and i was just like oh for goodness sake she went, go and, and like, she went go outside and calm down i was it like i don't need to She goes, go outside and calm of sounds like you, it sounds fine. like mom, the, te- the teacher it, there was like get out out you w- go it was and in my head i thought there's no way there could be a strictly curse. There's no way I can fancy someone who's telling me off like get that. out of the room. It's just, it's annoying me. So I, I don't know how strictly curses happen because, like Joe and Dan are a big one, right? But I know Dan's quite a tough teacher, so I don't know how Joe found the time to, to like how they develop had time to have teachings. to develop a romance when she, I know she must have been busting his chops in that uh, rehearsal room as well. So. It's very, very interesting. Maybe that's the dynamic they enjoy. Maybe he likes that. True, 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 true. So um, I think, I think it, it didn't exist for me. So
1: I had a DM um, from someone and, who'd listened to the podcast and wanted me to discuss something. And I thought I'd share it with you mm. because it resonates a lot with me. And I just wonder what your kind of words of encouragement might be or kind of thoughts on it. So this is literally what they've asked me. This is literally the DM. This might be a weird thing to request, but I listened to Stompcast today. I've been really struggling with the idea of going for a walk, especially if I'm feeling very self-conscious body image, weight, etc. Sometimes I even focus way too much on what I'm doing with my hands. One of the things that always puts me off going for a walk in the middle of the day is feeling stupidly self-conscious of how I look, even though I know that nobody's looking at me. I think it'd be so helpful to hear others who might feel the same or discuss it with someone. On the podcast, I feel like self image and exercise is a complex world that sometimes can be a nightmare to navigate, but can be one of the trickiest barriers to face. Now, I guess mm. it's something I can relate to. First thing, I'll thank you so much for this message. Um, I actually had a real thing where I just couldn't go to the gym for ages because I'd put on quite a lot of weight. I was very, very self conscious about my. Weight and I had a real barrier that I just couldn't go in that door to the gym. Mm. Now, when I eventually, and I walked past the gym literally a hundred times. And I'm not kidding. I'm not just making this story up. This is genuinely, genuinely true. Eventually, I walked past the gym door. I said, "I'm going in today. Let's just do it." And I got through the door, burst through the door with almost my mind, got in there, and it was nothing. It was fine. Mm. There was literally no issue, and I cracked on with it, and and that was fine. But I, I still always felt this kind of. Sense of being self-conscious, yeah. and and I think a lot of people relate to it, and I think a lot of it comes to the body pressures and the way to look. Mm. What what do you think about that? And like you know, I mean, look at Strictly, I have millions of people watching you on that show. Yes, okay, lots of people are. There's different shapes and sizes in the show, which is fantastic. But you know, you dressed all glamorous, but I mean, imagine that. You know, the way that you look, maybe for a lot of people. Mm might be a factor in kind of nerves or, uh, you know, are people conscious about it? Mm. And is it
0: something you've ever thought about? Um, strictly, definitely. I think strictly you felt you had to try and be like, especially if you're doing ta- Dance at like the Argentine Tang, you're like, I have to look sexy. I've got to look, you know, a certain way. And especially when I came from CBBC, where everything I did was mostly goofy, I was like, Could I, can I do that? Is Will they, will they even like buy it if, I, if I'm trying to put on this serious expression? And I think you've, especially with that person who said that thing about be nervous to go for a walk because of their body image. I think with the kindest and most, the utmost respect, we have to get over ourselves because no one's going to care. You're going to go for a walk and you'll be, like you said, you walk into the gym, no one bothered you. No. You know, no one's going to sit there and be like, oh, look at you, look at you, blah, blah, blah. Because especially if you feel you're overweight, you go to the gym, well, you're doing the right thing. You're doing something about it. If I was a person in the gym and I saw someone who's really overweight coming inside, I'd be like, fair play to him because he's doing something. Because you get, you get loads of people who get to that point and think, there's no going back now, I might as well just sit in this. So for that person, go for the walk because no one's going to be bothered. And if they are going to be bothered... There's more judgement on them more than more anything judgment on else. Them. And, and why are they going to waste their time
1: following you around and like staring at you? What it comes down to, and I hope the person that sent me this is listening, is that you will always be your harshest critic. No one, like when you're talking about Strictly, you are harder on yourself, I guarantee, than even the judges sat in the panel, okay? You are are harder on yourself than any of them. Mm. All of them put together. And so if you're going out and you're worried about what people think, where does that come from? Ask yourself, is this me criticizing myself and beating myself up again? Or is it a genuine concern about what people think? And most often I think you'll find it's the first. It's, it's the first one. It's the, it's the first it's the first option because you're looking to mm. have a go at yourself. Instead, so do you know what? I'm proud of myself getting out the door today. Go for, do you know what? If you want to, go out first thing in the morning. Go out late at night to start with, but build yourself up to a point where you go out in the middle of the day, yes. when everyone's
0: out and go, do you know what? I'm owning this. I am who I am and I'm proud because I'm doing something for my health. Take it in your own stride. I, I think that's exactly the perfect response. You do it do like 10 minutes or something like work your way up to where you want to go drop a mood board or even have like a plan like a have a week plan of where you want to be do that kind of but just do something go out and get moving. moving be
1: proud of you. you have a right to. and this is what i used to say to myself i have the same right to be in that gym as anyone else
0: anyone else i'm
1: paying the same pounds as anyone else is paying to that gym i have a right to be in there and if you're going outside you're born on this earth you have the same right to be outside as anyone else
0: if someone if someone does Start commenting about how you look your way or your weight, whatever. That is their problem, that's not yours. Yeah. That's actually their And you security. can always walk away, right? If that person says something, you just carry on walking. You know, if they start following you, then yeah, you maybe call the police or something. But how sad <laughs> is that person <laughs> yeah, that they're going sure. to keep bothering you like that? So but anyway, it's, but, it's, but their, but it's their big, issue.
1: Big respect for you guys out there and you stompers. And I'm proud of you, whatever you're doing. And do you know what? You're out there stomping. And for that, I really, really appreciate you. Let's do our health fact of the week and then we are going to wrap up because okay. it's time now to let you get you back to, are you doing more CBBCing? Not today You're actually, I've got, I've got a lovely day off so I might just oh, enjoy fantastic. more of, oh. of this sunshine. You can go and relax. Right, so we're going to do our health fact of the week. Okay. Uh, this week is a quite an interesting one. We did this with Abby on the train on the way up. I want you to put your finger on your nose. Right. Okay, I want you to breathe in and out. Have a think which nostril you can feel most air coming out from. Ready? Okay. For me it's my right. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I can the tell. The more you do, maybe you i I think use. it, it's left. It's I a left it's nostril. Left. Yeah, yeah. So it's mine at right and your left. Mm. Your nostrils take breaks. Every now and then, it switches. Your nose takes breaks. Every now and then, it switches the nostril in which you breathe out of. to Give the other one a break. Shut up. And it does this every few hours. So I want you all right now to give this a go. Put your no- finger on your nose. Breathe then, and you'll believe me straight away because it's absolutely
0: true. That is a health fact. That has you to need be blown that as your see. You're going to have to use. I'm that on taking TV that. I will take it and I'll let. I'll be like, and, Doctor, it, and, it's me this. and it's
1: basically to do with like drying out the nose and stuff like that. So you just you're alternating so that we are not just constantly passing air through the same nostril. That's it's amazing. Crazy. It's started, when you know you are like that's that. Test it at random times a day and you'll find that the nostrils will switch.
0: I find that as well. Like when, like when, when my haven has been really bad and nose been blocked in the night, and I'm like, why is the other one not doing anything? Yeah. And maybe it's like that one's on duty, but it's just the other one's on duty. Incapacitated. Like, that's the, incapacitated. Oh, crazy. That's good, isn't it? Give it a try.
1: Reese, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's it's been a delight, honestly. It's been really fascinating to talk to you. You're such an authentic person and you're so open and giving with things. So I really appreciate it. And I hope everyone at home has really enjoyed it. So, you know, have you enjoyed the Stomp I've loved it. Thank you so you much. I've, I've had a great time. And you time. found a new park as well. You like trying new places. You I'm a new certainly
0: park. coming here again. This place is gorgeous. Like the flowers it, just for one. The colours great. are beautiful. Mm. They are absolutely beautiful. Thank so you. thank
1: you to everyone that's looking after this park, you know. And all the people I wish say this, you know, the number of places I've been already on the Stompcast, and you realise how many people out there really do look after nature and environment we're grateful for you because it allows us to come to these spaces and and enjoy Mm. so i hope you've enjoyed this episode this week make sure you keep up uh, you know with reese and what he's doing follow him on the socials we'll be leaving handles and things in the show notes and thank you to everyone for for stomping away whether you've done it in one part one long 60 minute stomp or you've done three parts you've smashed another week we'll see you again next monday love you lots bye